are so many things in life that you have to compromise, especially because of budget, the clothes you buy, the food you buy, and healthcare should not be one of those things. Check out ZocDoc, the place where you can find and book doctors who will make you feel comfortable, listen to, and prioritize your health. I use ZocDoc. I have a bunch of health issues. For example, my feet randomly hurting so bad that I cannot walk anywhere. ZocDoc is a free app and website where you can search and compare highly rated in-network doctors near you and instantly book appointments with them online. Go to ZocDoc.com BCC and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. That's ZocDoc.com BCC. ZocDoc.com BCC. Welcome to the chain. This is the BCC Club. We're your hosts. I'm Kendall Landreth. And I'm Sarah Shower. And like Kendall said, this is the BCC Club, where each week we talk about weird parts of the internet. And I think we're doing a part two. Are we, Kendall? We are indeed, Sarah. We're doing a part two on cruise ships. We said... We love talking about this topic so much, we got to do it for another hour. Mm-hmm. I, we're fixating on the people who, like the hacks and the people who get left at ports and just, we want to expand upon them. And today we're actually talking about a cruise that went wrong as Ooh. well. Oh, the Titanic. Yeah, the <laughs> Titanic. No, it's a different one. I would say, I mean, this this one was recent, 2018. Oh, okay. Um, you probably heard about it. It is funny. I'm like... We we're, we're this is not very topical. We're really kind of four years late to this, but uh, yeah. it is interesting. So if you didn't hear about it in 2018, you're about to hear about it now. Exactly. But before we get into that, how was your week, Kendall? My week has been great. Yeah. I so I've always struggled with waking up early in a way that's like like a problem. I like over and over talk about with my therapist, where I'm just like, why can I not wake up early? It's ruining my life. Mm-hmm. I like can't do it. Like, yeah. I wake up at 10 p.m. No, 10 a.m. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> you're like, Kendall, you're sick. <laughs> I wake up at 10 a.m. And it is like waking up before that is so hard. Feels like such an understatement. I was just feeling like if I wake up at 7 a.m., mm-hmm. I don't, my alarm goes off and I do not know that I've snoozed it. I just like snooze it yeah. while I'm still sleeping. And it also feels like if I do wake up, it feels like I've been hit by a bus. Like, I feel physically unable to get up out of bed. And it's just controlled my whole life where I'm like, I have, I'm always being like, how do people have time to do all this stuff? And I'm like, well, because they wake up four hours before you mm-hmm. and they go to bed later. And I, I, in the past, have tried to be easy on myself because I do have lupus. So yeah. it makes me very fatigued. So it's like, yeah, of course I'm exhausted because I know some people who wake up, they wake up at 10 a.m. But then they go to sleep at like midnight. Yeah. But I'm not that either. I also go to bed at like 9 p.m. So I just felt like I have no time in my day. I can't accomplish all the things I want to accomplish. And I just had come to Jesus moment and was like, I'm going to start getting up every morning at 630 Mm -hmm. and I'm just going to do it no matter how hard it is in the beginning, even if it feels like impossible, I'm just going to push through it and I'm going to force myself to do it. And every single day this week, I've woken up at 630 a.m. Hell yeah. And it has changed my life. Mm -hmm. Like before today, before getting here, it's it's like 1130. I filmed a YouTube video. Mm -hmm. I researched for the podcast yeah i walked my dog i had a breakfast like usually i would have woken up at 10 and like rushed him and like let i gotta let's just try to throw anything together so i feel very excited hell yeah Yeah. that's incredible i was gonna say like um but you already answered it with the lupus like um if it feels like every day when you wake up even after a reasonable reasonable amount of sleep it's probably something to do with your body so you probably shouldn't don't be too hard on yourself. Yeah. Like, so, I mean, like, if you were falling asleep at, like, 3 a.m. and you're like, why do I feel like I... But, I mean, it right. makes sense. So, I would 
I mean, just be gentle with yourself. But that is amazing that you're waking up at 6.30. Well, and I feel like, and I'm trying to do better at night as well. Because I feel like I would, I was someone who would just like scroll on my phone. Yeah. Until I fell asleep, which is so bad. Mm -hmm. But I (laughs) now am not going on my phone before bed. Or if I am going on my phone, I'm like playing a game that kind of puts me to sleep rather than like a scrolling on TikTok. And yeah. Which is like my brain, all the wheels turning, which has been nice because, yeah, that was the main frustration is that I was like, it's not like I sleep so much. So I'm like, if I'm going to bed at 10 p.m. and mm-hmm. I'm waking up at 10 a.m. Yeah. Like that is insane. Amount. I mean, my therapist was like, you might be getting too much sleep and that's why you're so tired. Like, I don't know. But I... I was just like, I can't keep living like this. My one doctor told me they think I have sleep apnea. And I said that once on the podcast. I do believe you have sleep apnea. Yeah. Yeah. And I, my doctor's like, I think, and there's a lot of things from my childhood that would also make people think I have sleep apnea. Like Mm -hmm. I wet the bed till I was like nine years old. And then I, eight years old or something. And then when I got my tonsils removed, Uh immediately stopped wetting the bed, which Uh is like a sign of sleep apnea. I slept walk a lot as a child, slept talk. There's just a lot of things that point to sleep apnea. And I said on the podcast, I think I might have sleep apnea. And I got like 50 DMs being like, if you have sleep apnea, you really need to get that checked out. It's very dangerous and can shorten your life by like 10 years. And I was like, "Uh uh-oh. Yeah. So I should go do that. I think you should. As someone who has a lot of medical ailments, yeah, like you really should. Okay, also separately. I realized why I don't go to the doctor. Like as much Mm -hmm. as I should, my mom's a doctor. And she's like, you think she's going to be behind that door? They're no. like, your doctor's here. You're like, Judy, no, please. No, but she made my life like hell growing up whenever yeah. I was sick. Like I oh, would have to yeah. like prove it. Like, and, oh. and so like I make, oh, I, yeah. So like I'm being triggered. So I'm slowly getting through that. But yes, I think you have sleep yeah. apnea and that would contribute to why a lot of your problems. But I like when I was like drinking, I would wake up every day at like noon and it would piss me off. I'd get two hours of like productivity and then I'd start drinking again. So I'd like, it's just a cycle. But now um, mornings truly are like, I wake up at, okay, so I set my alarm for 5.30, but I don't wake up at 5.30. I take my Vyvanse at 5.30. So when I wake up at, it wakes me up at 6.30. I've heard, I think maybe you told me that, but I've heard people do that because that was what, and there was a certain time where we started trying to like, I wake up at, Five and Jordan's like, or not five, I'm never doing that. But <laughs> like, I woke up at seven and Jordan would be like, take your medication because yeah. they're usually wake up before me. And then I uh, would wake up like an hour later and I'd feel more awake. And it did work. It just felt like I can't, um, it was like, I didn't like making them do, like, I was just like, I feel like I need to be more self sufficient than that, than to have like my partner have to do that because sometimes they're like out of town or they're, at work earlier or like whatever it happens to be and I was just like I want to be able to like so maybe I should start taking my Vivian's right when I wake up yeah just set an alarm for it like um every night to put it out you know so you don't even have to like rely yeah. on them I have like a I don't remember every Tuesday night to like take out the trash so I just set like a calendar event like every Tuesday night dude yeah, take, take out, the, out trash. the trash yeah yeah so I mean like and then that would make you like more self-sufficient. I feel like all of our concerns actually do have very logical solutions that we just have to start implementing. Well, that's what I, yes. I was like, I think I need to be harder on myself, which I rarely mm-hmm. think because I think that's not something I usually struggle struggle with. I'm pretty hard on myself. Yeah. <laughs> but I think with the waking up thing, I, I did always have this mentality of just like, it's really hard. And I think I did need to have someone be like, yeah, it's hard for everyone, which I do think I have something medically happening that's making it very, very hard. But I was like, so either you go to the doctor and fix it 
or you need to figure out a way to make this work. And I will say, like, the last three days, yeah. I've been like, wow, mornings are, like, my favorite time. I, I absolutely love, like, mornings. So nice. I'm yeah. all by myself, mm-hmm. which I love to be by myself. Yeah. It's so quiet. I feel like I can kind of do anything. It's just, like, so nice. Also, something that's been helping. Okay, this is the last thing I'll say, and then I need to ask you about your week. I'm sorry, but okay. I've really had a transformative week. I got a YMCA membership and mm-hmm. started swimming. Yeah. It's changed. Once again, changed my life. I So I've been doing that at like 7 p.m. Mm-hmm. And so then I've, and I'll do laps in the pool for like 30 to 45 minutes. Yeah. And then I'm so tired. Like my body is so tired. And it's been incredible for me because exercise is something that I've been like, I actually can't do that. Like I hate it. Uh-huh. And the level in which I hate exercise is so much that there's no possibility of it being consistent because it is like the the amount of talking myself up it takes to get me to the gym or to go on a run or mm-hmm. to do like any exercise is so much that it's like it happens like once every six months. But swimming is like exercising without sweating. And I realized I was like, oh, I think what I don't like about exercise is sweating. Yeah. Because now I'm like excited to swim all the time. Yeah. I don't know. No, that makes sense. And then I think that's helped with my sleep because I also am like, oh, I'm, I'm just sitting at home all day on my computer or filming videos or whatever. And then I go to go to sleep and it's like, I haven't really moved all day. Yeah. Yeah. This is, um, that's all incredible news. But you know, like when your therapist is like, if you get into a routine and exercise, you will feel better. And then you're like, no, that can't be true. Yeah. And then you start to do it and you're like, whoa, guys, <laughs> listen to this. No, but I, I totally understand <laughs> it's that. It's so true. Like I, um, when I was like drinking, I was like severely anxious, incredibly paranoid. And my therapist was like, I'm not going to mince words. Like you're not like disturbed and mysterious. You're just putting poison in your body that's making you paranoid. Yeah. And I was like, that cannot be true. Got sober and I was like, are you freaking kidding me? Yeah. But yeah, yeah. I, but that is cool that you're like, I mean, it's still cool that you're like doing the things and like coming to these realizations because yeah. I know how it feels to like be like oh this is what works for me yes well because I never understood when people are like oh after I work out like you get that high where you're like I'm so glad I did that and I'm like I never had that I would always leave working out being like why the fuck did I do that that was terrible and stupid and I hate it and that's like on a day that I was like had so much time and was like you know what I should go to the gym yeah and then it took me three hours to like get myself to go to the gym and then I get to the gym and I'm there for 10 minutes and I'm like that's been 50 hours right yeah and it's like no so there's no po- and it's like so I'm not gonna ever be able to do that consistently so I think finding something that like I actually had so much fun doing like I was the last person to leave the pool last night yeah so I was just having so much fun although I had to share a lane uh-huh with this elderly man who kept telling me I looked like his sister. Uh-huh. And I kept thinking the whole time I was like, it's kind of like we're taking a bath together. And I like couldn't stop thinking about it because we were like so close to each other yeah. and in the same water. I don't know. It's okay. I um <laughs> How was your week? <laughs> it was good. But I do wanna like it's nice that you found your um exercise that's compatible with you. My brother's a physical therapist mm-hmm. and he's like a He's a nationally ranked power lifter. He has a, multiple black belts. He is a nationally ranked ballroom cha-cha, like d- different type of dancer. Wow. And that's because he was like, n- not everyone wants to just go to the gym. Yeah. You know, like some people want to like do, like d- they want to dance yeah. or they want to like d- get into like shape in their way. So like, it's truly incredible that you found a way that you can, you know, this works for you. But yeah. how was my week? Um, 
My week was good. I had a stand-up show. I met um, a really nice, a couple of nice fans afterwards. There was um, a roach outside the venue, and the person I was talking to, uh, we were both talking about how we're on the spectrum. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, there's a roach, and she's like, I was a camp counselor. They don't scare me. And I, <laughs> she, the just roach was just walking around yeah. her like the roach knew that like she doesn't That's mess around. So funny. But um, it's been really good. I uh, had a super productive week. It's just crazy. Like um. Like, and you uh, built that uh, Lego set, the Little Mermaid Lego set. Yeah, guys, I have a. Whoa, that's unprofessional. But no, <laughs> um, yeah, I have a YouTube channel where I build Lego sets. Y'all should watch. You don't have to, but that's what I do. But I talk you about. Should. I do talk about Kindle on this sometimes. What? You don't watch? I do watch it. I just skip the parts where you talk about me because I get shy. I have like chapters <laughs> where it's like shit talking Kendall, like skip ahead. Yeah, instead of ads. On weeks you don't have ads yeah. on them, you like you you just use that five minutes to shit on me. <laughs> Today's sponsor is shitting on Kendall. Listen, I love any attention I can get. Mm -hmm. And you know who else loves attention? People who are make viral videos being left at ports on cruise ships. Oh my God, incredible segue. Mm -hmm. yeah. Incredible segue. This week we are continuing our uh, episode on cruise ships because we just couldn't get enough of it. Mm -hmm. And we're starting out by talking about people who are left at cruise ships, yes. which we talked about a little bit last time, but it's honestly so fun. We're just going to kind of talk about it again. We've Yeah, this topic is like, just we, Kendall went on a cruise and I hate people who are like, Rules don't apply to me, so we have to keep it going. It's not necessarily topical, but it's what's at the top of our minds. I mean, I will say, I went on one cruise. I've made it my entire personality. Mm -hmm. Anytime I feel like any conversation comes up, I, I find myself being like, well, you know, it actually reminds me because I went on a cruise recently mm -hmm. and it, about anything. God forbid it you ever run life. a marathon. <laughs> I know. We're going to make seven episodes on marathons. <laughs> I will never. Yeah. I will never. Um... So people miss their, so when you are on a cruise, mm -hmm. and I've been on a cruise, I went on an Alaskan cruise, yep. and when you go on a cruise, you stop at ports, and if, if you've never been on a cruise, this is how it works, you stop at a port, and they're like, here's how long you're supposed to be here. So sometimes it's two days, sometimes it's literally three hours, it just depends, mm -hmm. and if you're not back on time, they will leave without you. They will yeah. leave you, I don't care where you're at, you could be in the middle of Madagascar, mm -hmm. famously a huge cruise port. No, seriously. And uh, they'll leave you there. They just do not care. So there's a lot of viral videos of people running yeah. to try to catch their cruise ship. Yes, and those people are called pier runners. Um, they're forced to run down the pier in order to watch their ship before it leaves. And oftentimes other ship passengers who are already on the ship will cheer on the pier runners. And so we do have some viral videos of pier runners and passengers left at the dock. I think we touched on it last week. But basically this woman was uh, left because she went on a celebrity cruise. And yeah. then she's like, well, how do I get back? So, Kendall, what do you do if you miss your ship? Well, if you miss your ship, which you shouldn't, anyone who listens to this podcast, I assume, is a considerate and timely, yeah. punctual person. But if a mistake happens and you get hit by a car, and then you have to go to the hospital and then you're running late. Most cruise lines have port agents stationed in the port area to assist if your ship has left without you. So go find one of them. Mm -hmm. In cases when cruisers are late returning to the vessel, the ship's crew will often remove the passengers' essential items, passports, cell phones, and medication from the ship to leave with the port agents. These officials can help you with contacting your ship and making travel arrangements because you're probably going to have to either fly on home mm -hmm. or fly to the next port, I guess, yeah. where the cruise is at, if that's possible. Hello, 
everyone. It's Kendall, and I'm so excited today to share with you that today's episode is sponsored by ZocDoc. I love ZocDoc. We know it to be true. There are so many things in life that you have to compromise, especially because of budget, the clothes you buy, the food you buy, and healthcare should not be one of those things. No matter your budget, you should always be getting good care when it comes to your health. Check out ZocDoc, the place where you can find and book doctors who will make you feel comfortable, listen to, and prioritize your health. I use ZocDoc. I have a bunch of health issues, and it is so nice when a new one arises. For example, my feet randomly hurting so bad that I cannot walk anywhere. Um, I don't know an orthopedic doctor, so it's great to go on ZocDoc and make sure that I'm finding one um, that has a bunch of really good reviews from people who have used them before. ZocDoc is a free app and website where you can search and compare highly rated in-network doctors near you and instantly book appointments with them online. Go to ZocDoc.com BCC and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. That's ZocDoc.com BCC. ZocDoc.com BCC. I do have a, this is a little bit of a, I don't victim blame. I don't like to victim blame. Good for you. There are three types of victim that I do blame. Mm -hmm. And it's all based on this scenario. So it's person versus wild animal. Oh, sure. Person versus machine. And then person versus uh, like rule of thumb. Like, or like general law. Oh, sure. And so like, um, like, and it's like, so not like so person versus like animal not like if your dog attacked you that's not what i'm talking about like those people who are like do not like neg on cougars in the wild yeah and they're like i'm gonna do it anyway and yeah. then the cougar attacks them and they're like i got attacked why you know or like the the three-year-olds who fall into the gorilla uh enclosures at zoos never blame the kid but always the parent oh right but yes it's like what happens if that gorilla starts getting aggressive i think they kill the gorilla yeah and so it's like that's literally terrible how did your child get into a gorilla cage exactly so <laughs> in a, any other situation like so but then the second one is human versus machine and i'm not talking about like the you know if you're in construction i mean there are like osha laws but like say those people who like walk onto like a roller coaster oh, yeah. track and to get their phone there is it, again you're thinking i am the exception to this rule and so like the animal the machine they have no conscience so like that is why i'm putting the burden on you as the victim yeah. and then the third one is is like person versus like just best best practices you mm. know like established laws and that's where we come to like cruise ships like you're you got left um, on the port and you're like, oh, woe is me. You could be the victim in this scenario, but there are hard and fast rules. Yeah. And this also for me applies to those people who go hiking in like, there's a country that's actively at war and then they're on TV getting, they're captured and they're like, yeah. we didn't think that this would happen. I was like, they said, do not travel here, yeah. especially if it's for recreational purposes. I understand if you're from that area, like, you know, you're going to travel there because you have to. But like if you went, you didn't have to go hiking. It's just like those people who think that they are people when they go up against a, an entity with no conscience and they think they are the exception to the rule is where like my sympathy falls off. But so these ship runners continue are like port runners are the pier runners. Are these people, um, Pure Runners sounds like a Black Friday sale at Pure One. <laughs> Pure. You know, <laughs> I just, 
<laughs> That's very funny. Ultimately, if you miss your ship, you'll have to meet the ship at the next port or head home. Your cruise line travel agent or travel insurance provider might be able to help you make the plans. Otherwise, you'll have to make arrangements on your own. If you decide to return home, the cruise line can usually have your belongings shipped to you but it will likely be very costly. Uh-oh. So advice if you are running late, God forbid something happened that you could not prevent. You know, you fell down in the jungle somewhere. I, that's, I'm not blaming you then. You know, if you're on a ship-sponsored shore excursion, it's running late. You are guaranteed that the ship will wait um, if the tour bus is not back by the all-aboard time. Yeah, so that's where the excursion is the burden of being late. And then if you book a tour through an independent tour company, you don't get the same guarantee. And that said, established tour operators know ship times and are generally careful to get back to you in time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now, people get wild on cruises. Do they? I've never seen more drunk people in my life. And I was on a cruise with mostly old people and families. Mm-hmm. I was not on a party cruise. Oh, I was yeah. on a Alaskan Norwegian cruise. And Everyone was drunk. I mean, it's because most people have free alcohol. Yeah. Or they it's not free, but they've gotten like the, uh, what's it called? Unlimited alcohol mm-hmm. um, included. And so people start drinking at 6 a.m. They're yeah. having huge, like, mudslides, things that just shouldn't be drank in the morning. Every time we've talked about alcohol on this podcast, your go-to drink is, is a the mudslide. What is a mudslide? Because, this is why. Because it is a basically chocolate milkshake uh-huh. with a bunch of alcohol in it. So to me, it's like the ultimate, like, feral. You're feral. Yeah. Why are you drinking that? Like, especially oh, yeah. before, uh, I don't know, 2 a.m. Like, yeah. unless you stayed up all night and now you're like, oh, I should have a mudslide because I'm already drunk. And uh, that sounds like a crazy thing to do. They're really good. But, like, it's an insane thing to drink. And I would see people having, like, mudslides all day. My, yeah. This is my ninth mudslide. It's insane. So that's why I always use that one because it feels like a drink that you just would not order anywhere. Mm-hmm. I think... Um I'll drink, I used to drink anything, but I cannot get on board with any alcohol that has dairy in it. Like, not just because I, I hate- I'm with you. It's an unnatural combination. Like, White Russians mm-hmm. also pissed me off. The Big Lebowski, I think, where he was obsessed with White Russians, I was like, that's disgusting. I literally had to turn the, the movie off. It feels like you've made a potion of, like, what's going to give me the most diarrhea? And oh, I'm yeah. going to put it all in one thing. Like, yeah. it feels so deeply scary to me in my body. Um, but people are very drunk. And people- um, some people don't want to splurge for the package mm-hmm. because this is what happens a lot of times with cruises. They're like, look, we're you can do this cruise for this much. How cheap is that? It's yeah. so cheap. But then as you add things on, you have to add anytime you want anything. They're like, you want to drink water on the boat? You got to pay $200. You want to drink this on the boat? You want to do this? It's $200. And it gets pretty expensive. So people try to cut corners and they try to bring alcohol onto cruise ships by sneaking it on. Mm -hmm. It says you're usually allowed one to two bottles of wine per passenger. I definitely like if, I mean, in the past when I wasn't financially like well off, I definitely would have snuck things on. Like I went to Disneyland a couple years ago and I didn't want to buy alcohol at Disneyland. So I emptied out a sunblock bottle, but I didn't wash it out like just like I didn't want. And so like I filled it up with vodka and I, um, it was, I like was, Washed it out as much as I could, but there was still a lot of sunblock in there, and I was getting like drunk off of, because I I couldn't you die that way. And worse things have been in my body. Um, <laughs> but like it was, I did start to hallucinate a little bit on the "It's a Small World" ride, 
But that might have just been the ride, <laughs> to be honest. A, it's a trip. You guys should go. <laughs> but um, yeah, I saved a lot of money, but I also, I think I gave myself some brain damage. Holy shit, Sarah. Mm-hmm. So That's people- sc- It's also crazy. How big was this, this bottle of sunblock? I'd say like- um, 15 shots. It's one, It was one of those orange ones with the blue top. Yeah. It was like SPF like 70. That's a lot of shots. I know. But um, so how people usually like try to sneak in alcohol is with- um, an umbrella flask, a tampon flask, shampoo bottles, a binocular flask, mouthwash bottles, rum runners, which is an alcohol bag, you know, and bringing alcohol on board midway through your cruise is easier than try to sneak it on as you embark. Okay, so I also have a separately, I posted about this on TikTok, because I think it's such a grand idea. If I were to ever get married, mm-hmm. I want it to be a dry wedding and that like everyone's, you know, cringe, like, but I... I want it to be a prohibition wedding. Oh, yeah. I want, you can sneak in alcohol, but I cannot see it. Yeah. And I think that that would build such community with my guests on both bride and partner side or like partner and partner side. There is no bride and groom. But like, um, you know, if there's like people who like no flasks either. So, you know, like those bra um, jugs. Oh, yeah. It's kind of like the bring your own cup at 7-Eleven. Yeah. Like and I and if I'm gonna have one minion walking around my wedding at all times because I don't want to be on the lookout for someone drinking. One minion? I'm gonna like a minion, like someone who's gonna be designated to like try to catch people. I see. I was picturing a Despicable Me minion. Yeah. Walking around your wedding. Well, it really depends on the colors that I choose. I guess that's true. What the color scheme is. But like, I think it would be really fun. It's like high school, you know, like where half the fun used to be like sneaking around, and I think that it would just create this like fun atmosphere and also you'd have to act completely normal around me and like I think it's also a reasonable ask because like I am sober and so I'm asking you to not trigger me at my own wedding but like you can have fun and be sneaky at my wedding. You don't think people would get like by the end of the night do kind of what you've talked about before where they're like breathing in your face and that wouldn't upset you? Well, I mean, like, um, then my minion will come. Oh, right. Yeah. I see the minion will arrive. Yeah. And so, Beto, like, Beto. and so then my punishment, what I thought is really fun, is that, like, so there's like a wedding photographer and there's like usually an album. So if you get caught drinking at my wedding, all good photos of you, you would have to pay me for. And then, <laughs> but then you're, you'd have to put on this big orange shirt that says, I disrespected the sober, the, yeah, the sober wife's boundaries, and like it would just cover your entire outfit, and I would make the wedding photographer take the most unflattering photo of you. Oh my god! To like, and so most of my friends that are going to be there are gay. Yeah. And also, my theme is going to be like you know definitely black tie. Yeah. So like you dressed up for this, so you want to have good photos of yeah. you, and so like, don't get caught. And then you'll get good photos of yourself. Yeah. And you also respect me. I love that. That's an incredible idea. I know. That's an incredible. People should. Yeah. So if people are bringing that energy to the cruise. Yeah. I think that that. I'm trying to think what I would wear to your wedding if I was trying to sneak in alcohol. Probably just wouldn't bring any alcohol. Yeah. Because I'm a good time no matter what. Yeah. But I but mean. Maybe uh, my shoe. I can have I mean like sh- those like water bras that you can like have That's like a That's a really pipe. good one. Yeah. Yeah. Or maybe I could like bring. Yeah, no, the, the bra is a good one. I also feel like maybe I could make my hair really big. Yeah. And have like maybe a wine bottle in my hair. Yeah. And then have like a straw that goes down that's blended into my. I'm going to have to think about this. 
Um, but what they did, have a lot of crazy things you can put alcohol in these days. What happens though if you're caught sneaking alcohol onto a ship? Well, Sarah, if you're caught bringing alcohol on a cruise, the worst case scenario is that you could be denied boarding. Oh no! However, other cruise lines simply state that if you're caught with prohibited alcohol, they will confiscate and discard it. There is someone confiscating it that's absolutely wasted. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Just, I, I am obsessed with the idea of, like, a jail on board of a ship. So, the brig, you know, international maritime, maritime law requires that cruise ships take every possible measure to provide safe passage. Um, and then also what happens is if you enter the waters of another country, you're now going based off that country's laws. Ooh. So, if you're going from port to port, you could be like, well, me throwing up in public was totally fine here. Yeah. But it's like, now we're not here. We're at this island where, like, it's literally, <sighs> you have to go to jail. So, so it's very complicated. That feels so scary. That makes me not want to ever uh, travel anywhere. <laughs> oh yeah, I um, before I travel anywhere, I'm going to be very thorough, like researching laws, especially like LGBTQ laws. Oh yeah, yeah. No, we were just talking about we're doing a a Europe a Europe. Sorry, let me say that again. We're mm-hmm. doing a Europe trip at the end of the year, and we were originally going to go to Budapest, mm-hmm. and then canceled that because yeah. we did some research on. The current state of Budapest, and it is not happy with the gays. That's what I'll tell you. And we were like, it's actually dangerous for us to go there. But I'm like, how many people just show up and they're like, oh, God, this Mm -hmm. is terrible, and then have to leave? Very scary. Yeah. Um, No, I totally get that. But sorry, I just got distracted. But yeah, usually each country's, um, their, their laws go out like 24 miles from the coast. And, and then lawsuits against cruise lines are different because, um, that's how that deal, you just go to the brig and then they hold you or you go to, so what happens if someone commits a crime on a cruise ship? Um, the, uh, the cruise industry never advertises policy regarding crime on their facilities, but each cruise liner has a plan. But what crimes most frequently happen at sea? Um, it, public intoxication. Uh, they rarely result in criminal prosecution. Um and then every crew manager receives training on managing incidents, prevent, preventing escalations, and minimizing the impact. And then serious crimes that occurred on cruise ships in 2020 were sexual assaults. And um, so it's mainly sexual assaults and public intoxication. I'm shocked that more murders don't happen on a cruise. Oh, because they, yeah. maybe they do, but I feel like whenever I... To me, Vegas and cruises have the exact same vibe mm-hmm. where people just feel fully like, I own this boat or like, I own this casino. This is my house and I can do whatever I want. Everyone's drunk and you're everyone's usually with their family yeah. or people that they kind of dislike. Mm-hmm. And every time I've been in Vegas, I feel like... Not anyway, I would say someone dies if in my group, no. But like... Last time we were in Vegas, there was like a, uh, someone was murdered in a room. and In your room? In, no, in our hotel. I'm oh. sorry. Or, let me start that over. There was a domestic dispute uh-huh. and someone was shot in okay. a room in my hotel. When Literally when you went to Vegas like a month ago? Uh, no, this was on my birthday last oh, okay. year. And we walked up to the, our hotel. We were so tired. We'd just seen Katy Perry. I was very high yeah i walked up to my hotel and they immediately closed the doors it was like as was happening and he was like there's been a shooting and we were like freaking out uh-huh. it was very sad but we were like oh my god like a master i don't know i got scared yeah. that like there was a gunman in this hotel and so we're searching online being like what's happening at this hotel like what is going on and there's a there's a video that comes out about an hour later of this newscaster in the casino 
being like, there's currently, you know, a shooting happening right now. We don't have many details. Uh In the background, there are probably 10 old women Uh at the slots just like pulling in the casino that this gunman, quote unquote, is in. And I just thought it was the most Las Vegas thing where these women were like, you could tell me this building was on fire. Yeah. I'm not leaving the slot machine. I'm not doing it. Very sad in a way. But uh, it turned out to just be still sad. There was one death, but it was a domestic dispute, I think, between two brothers. I don't really know. It was very sad, but it was not like a... But anyways, I'm just surprised more of that does not happen on cruise ships. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, also, just to touch on addiction... (laughs) A lot of people continue their addiction even though something really bad is happening at the time in gambling. Yeah. I mean, like if my like, <laughs> I feel like families of alcoholics. Like, yeah, you're if your entire family's leaving your dad because he's a drunk, he's probably going to be drinking as you guys are leaving. That's so true. I yeah. guess I didn't think of gambling in that way, but it is true. They're literally like, we're evacuating, and yeah. these old women were like, if I die doing this, yeah, I die. I mean, my mom, her, uh, she used to work as a. Uh, a cigarette girl in Vegas yeah. at the casino. She worked at Caesar's Palace and she wore like a short dress and she sold cigarettes and cigars. And she was like, yeah, I couldn't like, it It kills you over time watching. Oh yeah. Like, I, and now I'm always like, I want to go to Vegas. And she's like, oh, I would never want to go visit Vegas. Cause I think it's like, you can't unsee how sad it is. Oh yeah. Once you've watched people spend their entire life savings mm-hmm. and ruin their entire life or like spend all their retirement in an hour. Yeah. You just can't unsee it. Oh, yeah. I've definitely been to some AA meetings where I'm like, damn, some people, I mean, you really, addiction really fucks you over. I mean, because it, and you know much more about this than I do, so correct me if I'm wrong, but it feels like it never stops at one. It's like a lot of people move from addiction to addiction, kind of. So it's like, oh, I'm not an alcoholic anymore, but now I'm addicted to this. And it's also really bad. Okay, so now I have to work on that. And okay, well, now I'm addicted to this. And then someone will get like addicted to exercise or addicted to what, and it's just like ongoing until you, and and of course some people can stop that. Yeah. But it's so hard to like, um, yeah, just stop being addicted to, you just basically have to pick what's the least detrimental to your body and your oh, yeah. family, I guess. <laughs> yeah, like you, uh, you're still in pursuit of that like dopamine spike, which is like you probably should be more conscious of that. But like, yeah, like transfer addictions, where like if you get sober, you notice that you start eating a lot or shopping a lot or gambling, and your rationale of why this is okay, like me with my Legos, is that like it's not, <laughs> I can't get cirrhosis of the liver. From buying a bunch of Lego people. The only people turning yellow in my life are my Legos. <laughs> yes. Oh yeah. That's a good thread. Yes. But there are some noteworthy cruise ship stories. Um, very unfortunate. Um, like September of 2022, there was a shark incident. Hey. Um, a cruise ship passenger from Pennsylvania died after being attacked by a shark while snorkeling with her family in the Bahamas. Uh, the passenger, a mother in her 50s who was on board the Royal Caribbean... Oh. I just feel like that is so unfortunate. Like, yeah. and so when I talk about like the whole like victim thing, I I assume that they went snorkeling in like a sanctioned area. Yeah, and I'm not. I would absolutely not blame them. I'm saying like someone who antagonizes like a tiger at the yeah. zoo, and they're like, "Why did I get mauled?" Like this. I mean, they probably went to like a sanctioned excursion area. Yeah. And it's very unfortunate. But what's hard about that is that, it, you know, I'm a shark freak. I'm yeah. like, sharks are my my favorite thing in the world. I love, yeah. well, because I, my biggest favorite thing is dinosaurs. And to me, a shark is kind of the closest I can get to like living dinosaurs. Besides like- uh, Chickens. That feels- And falcons. Yes, chickens and then 
the dragons, yeah. the lizards. But to me, a shark feels more like, uh, because they're so big. Like, yeah. There's a lot of tiny things that people are like, that's a descendant of a, of a dinosaur. And I'm like, okay, but that's not as interesting to me. A shark feels like something that's very prehistoric. I kind of feel the same about huge turtles. Like I also am like, oh, well, yeah. it feels like I'm kind of in prehistoric times. Anyways, I love sharks every day. Almost every day I watch a documentary about sharks as I'm doing stuff. And what's so unfortunate about it is that it's like people, you can't, it's like, I, I like sharks are a huge fear for mm-hmm. people. But like, shouldn't like hippos and like, I don't know, lions, like things that actually would like attack you. Uh-huh. Sharks for the most part would never like purposefully attack a human. Uh-huh. But we don't say, oh, I'm, my biggest fear is hippos. But it's like, yeah, because nobody goes into where hippos would go. Nobody's yeah. like commonly going into hippos. So we're always going into waters where sharks are. And people have this idea that like, oh, sharks don't come that close to the shoreline. But because of global warming now, sharks are coming way close to the shoreline now. Yeah. Like really, like they're not just out where surfers are. They're coming up right to the front. They're getting, there's a bunch of cases of them getting uh, left on, like uh, washing up on land. Like there's, yeah. there's just, it's such an unfortunate thing. But I was watching this film the other day that was saying, there's a lot of studies that think that sharks will not attack humans, but there's like a couple of them that are kind of nuts. Uh-huh. And that's like a theory that it's actually not a trait of the species, but just like people, there's like, it's like you wouldn't say a trait of a human is to murder someone, uh-huh. but they're like our murderers. Do you know what I mean? Yes. They have a theory that like sharks are actually would never murder, <laughs> not murder, <laughs> eat a human. Yeah. But there are some sharks who like are a little bit feral and kind of like, will eat whatever Mm -hmm. um they really eat humans but you know what i mean this is just a little side on sharks because i got excited when you said sharks and i'm talking about them but i um i just love sharks no i i totally (laughs) understand and i think like like you said the hippos and tigers things is it's regional you know we don't are aren't often exposed to hippos but i imagine where there are where there's a large hippo population it is a concern like in the south you know there's people like alligators like crocodiles like you know and so it wouldn't make sense if someone in like minnesota is like why you guys afraid of those it's like well you're you don't have swamps you know right so it's it's very much based off region but i totally understand what you're saying like i mean but then they try to make these things that they tell you are like this is safe from sharks Uh but it's like like i feel like places will do that they're like this is a private beach there's no sharks in this beach and it's like so you can't do that sharks are living in the ocean and then they put up those damn nets do you know what i'm talking about around and then those kill like so much wildlife but it's like you cannot this is an ocean and i think it's just always a reminder that like animals and nature Mm -hmm. trump people like you can't so I think some people are like, no, if I'm rich enough, nothing can hurt me. It's kind of what the purge is about, I guess, where they're mm-hmm. like, we don't have to worry about the purge because we're so rich. Yeah. And it is like, yeah, if you're rich, a shark can still eat you. And if you're rich, you can die in a really insane way if mm-hmm. nature decides to do that to you. you no, know what exactly. I mean? Yes. So I'm sorry for that family, but I just also feel like, I don't know, It's you always got to watch out for sharks. But if a shark's coming at you, do you know what you have to do? Uh, what? You gotta punch it in the nose. Yeah. <laughs> or what I'd do, I'd lightly touch its nose. I don't know if I could punch a shark. It made me too sad. I'd shit myself. <laughs> Speaking of shit myself, Kendall, what's the poop cruise? Okay, I gotta talk about this. And I watched a little video on it, so I don't need to read it as much. Basically, uh, 2013. Oh, I thought it was 2018. Okay, so this is really old news. Yeah. <laughs> 2013 Carnival's Triumph cruise ship gained media attention and was dubbed the poop cruise. 
this is a hard story for me to tell because I hate saying the word poop. It really makes me feel like okay. really grossed out. The crew of the Triumph set sail with only four of six generators fully operational, knowing that the company had an ongoing generator fire hazard in ships across its fleet, including Triumph. Basically, long story short, there's a fire in the engine and it causes a lot of issues. Um, as a result, raw sewage began to back up into passengers' deck area areas, creating a major health hazard that caused the media to dub the event the poop cruise, quote unquote. More than 4,000 passengers and crew members were stranded aboard, and the ship drifted four days before it could be towed to Mobile, Alabama. God, you don't want to go through that much of, like, a shit show Mm -hmm. and end up in Mobile, Alabama. (laughs) The whole time without air conditioning... Honestly, that's worse to me than the poop stuff. Yeah. And largely without lights, water, food, or working toilets. What I don't understand is why they didn't immediately go medieval. Like, (laughs) I would, um, you know, pass out, like, buckets if they had, I assume they had a decent amount of buckets, or, like, anything, large bowls, and throw it off the ship. Like, why would you continue to fill the tub? You know, I would feel yeah. like legit, like in my mind, they can't flush. They make an announcement. Hey, we can't flush. I'm throwing it off. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like, yes, I agree. I feel like, and I feel like you and I are somewhere in this way. We're mm-hmm. pretty much like, we'll do whatever it takes. Like, yeah. I feel like it takes a lot for me to be like, I can't do this. Like, mm-hmm. I'm like, listen, I'm going to be real. I've shit in a bag before. Yeah. I used to have one bathroom and five roommates. I shit in a bag in my room on the floor multiple oh, I times. I did that in college one time. Yeah, sometimes you kind of have diarrhea in a bag. Yeah. It's just like, it's not a big deal. <laughs> it's, it's fine. And so I would not, I'd be like, oh, great, the lights and plumbing don't work. Great. I'll just shit in my room and yeah. that's fine. Um, people on this cruise, because I was watching, there's a lot of interviews. So they passed around what they called red bags. Everyone's it was these big red bags that uh-huh. were kind of like biohazard bags and they were like you have to shit in this basically yeah and there were people on the cruise these interviews being like I told my mom like I'm not shitting in that bag like they wanted us to shit in a bag like I'm not doing that which is so funny because I'm like I'm sorry do you have control over your shit yeah I my body does not have any control over when I shit it's yeah. just fully f- constant fear and anxiety I'm gonna shit myself yeah <laughs> but the, people wouldn't even do that so you're dealing with a group of people who want they don't understand when like things like this happen that no one can fix it for you. You can't yeah. like complain your way out of sewage coming through the cruise. Yeah. Like obviously they don't want that happening. So yeah. if they can fix it, don't you think they would fix it? Oh, and yeah. these people are just like, I need to express how much I paid for this cruise and how annoying this is and that I'm a that I'm a uh what is it, Carnival Cruise Rewards member. Yeah. So I shouldn't have to shit in a red bag. And it's mm-hmm. like, yeah, so that doesn't matter. Yeah. I hate people who think that they're the exception to the rule. You are absolutely not. And like if I I imagine all um, you know, customer service e esque you know, formalities go out of the window. If I was working on a cruise and someone says, I'm not going to shit in a red bag. Like, do you know who I am? I'd be like, well, then guess what? It's going to back up into your room. Yeah. And you're going to get nauseous every day. You'll actually probably get sick. Yeah. Like, and it's going to back up into the tub and the toilet and the sink. And that's going to be in your room. And I would just be like, do what you want. Shit in the corner. You're going to get charged for it. Yeah. Um, but like, I, I hate when people think that they're the exception to the rule, especially when it's something I, like, especially where it's something like you cannot fix it. 
you yeah. know? Like, um, well, that's what I mean. It's like, what are you going to do? And it's like, what, you think you're the only one mad by this? You don't yeah. think everyone else in this crew. It's like the need to say you're mad and like uh-huh. express annoyance as if anyone on the cruise is being like, I actually really like. Yeah. Smelling shit and <laughs> shitting in a bag. I don't know. Like, I was hoping that happened. It's, like, crazy to be like, this sucks. It's, like, duh. It's kind of yeah. like, honestly, I have a bad habit when everyone's, like, when we're driving somewhere and we're, like, driving to dinner or something and everyone's hungry, I have a bad habit of, like, repeating that I'm hungry. Yeah. My friend Colin's like, stop. We're all, yeah, we're all hungry. Why are yeah. you saying that? But it is the same thing of being, like... It's like if I was in the Hunger Games and I kept being like, I'm really scared. I feel like when people would be like, shut the fuck up. Yeah. How is that helpful to <laughs> communicate to us? Oh, yeah, yeah. I hate whiners. I seriously give it one long blast and then zip it. There's also a couple's disappointing trip on a Margaritaville cruise that went viral on TikTok. The travel content creators, Laura uh, Narcolia, Nar- Nar- Narcolia and John Fain booked a two-night cruise to the Bahamas. On a Margaritaville at Sea Cruise, the couple busts the TikTok showcasing the disappointing ship. Among other things, the TikTok shows a trash can full of used toilet paper, a rusted shower <laughs> drain, empty decks, and an overall outdated and dirty ship. The video currently has 9 million views, and multiple commenters dubbed the ship the Spirit Airlines of the Sea. Oh, that's so funny. That's exactly what I was going to relate it to. I do feel like these are probably the same people. I don't know. I haven't watched it, so maybe I'm wrong, but it feels like the same people would be like, do you know you can get a flight to Japan for $6? Yeah girlies let this be the summer that you travel and yeah. make your dreams come true and then they're like so my flight's been delayed for six days what is happening and they're like tweeting spirit airlines and it's like this is very embarrassing stop tweeting spirit airlines yeah no one runs their social media <laughs> like if you it's margaritaville you're supposed to be absolutely wasted you get what you pay for that's like if you bought like a shirt from Shein and you're like oh my god it's two burlap flaps held together by staples and you're like hmm are you actually gonna complain like go ahead call yes. Shein headquarters and they're gonna be like oh my god what that, how'd that get through quality control it's like <laughs> you, you paid 30 cents for it and that includes international shipping there's literally tags on Shein products that say help me mm-hmm. and you're complaining about the quality of this product that yeah. is absolutely insane it, it really is because I mean it's like people don't understand like cost yeah and what paying for something gives you it's like when yeah. people I worked at a fine dining restaurant and then I also worked at a restaurant that was not fine dining yeah. and the place that I had the most complaints was like where it was the cheapest food because yeah. people are like they think no matter what they're paying, the quality should be the same. Yeah. And they have this weird, like, the customer's always right mentality that is just so bizarre to me. Because even when I was on the Alaskan cruise, like, I paid, like, $3,000 to go on this Alaskan cruise. Yeah. It was very, it was, like, I mean, pretty expensive. Yeah. And I, the whole time, kept saying to my partner, like, how did, is this profitable? Like, how yeah. is it, even though I paid pretty, I mean, that was for both of us, by the yeah. way. Um, like, how is this profitable? Like, every they have unlimited food, unlimited alcohol. They're on this massive boat that I can't even imagine how much it takes to upkeep. Mm-hmm. The staff is massive. It's just very overwhelming to be like, how is this making any money? Yeah. So if you're paying $200 for a cruise, it's like, well, yeah, there's probably no... Um, probably toilet paper in the trash because they can't pay anyone to clean it like you every time someone does something like that for you it's because they're a paid employee yeah they probably should i mean that's not an excuse you shouldn't have used toilet paper in your trash can no yeah i mean when i've stayed at a holiday and like when i've stayed at a motel for example yeah 
I've seen some weird stuff in a motel. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to the front desk and be like, there's a stain on our floor that's weird. Yeah. But if I'm staying at a, you know, when I stay at a really fancy hotel, I'm yeah. more likely to be like, oh, there's like lipstick on our glass. Can we just like get, I don't know if the room's been cleaned because it's like, yeah, I'm paying a bunch of money. Yeah. No, exactly. Stuff I'll accept in a motel is scary. There could be a dead body under the bed and I'm still like, well, I just got to get through one night here. Mm-hmm. Someone doesn't decay overnight, so uh, <laughs> I won't worry about the smell. I'm not here for five days. Uh, but uh, there was the unfortunate uh, Cameron Robbins incident, uh, the kid who recently disappeared in May of 2023. Oh. This incident makes me absolutely ill because I, I'm i not saying I've been in that kid's place, but I've done a dare like that uh, that could have ended my life, yeah. and he was dared to jump off the ship. And you could... It like genuinely makes me sick because like you yeah. could see the instant regret, but like I and I so I I feel very like this this and so the fact that it's filmed too like I mean it's all every incident of someone disappearing yeah. should make you ill, but like yeah. I just like you gotta watch it and you can feel the visceral fear that, and like where that comes from like yeah you know it's like if like what makes a teenager mm-hmm. want to like prove to his friends or family that he yeah. can do something cool and at that age it's just so sad I mean if it was anyone older I'd be like why the hell did you do that mm. but it's just such a sad time and I don't know it's just really very sad yeah and but then we do um have another one Kendall what is our last story well Sarah cruise passenger banned for life after fishing off a ship's balcony listen the grind never stops yeah the grind never stops when you gotta fish you gotta fish in a viral and since deleted tiktok by user jessica locklear a man was reportedly shown fishing directly from the balcony of a cruise ship it's like not funny but it just it's so stupid it's like so stupid which belonged to carnival cruises while it was docked in the bahamas the man appeared to catch a small fish in the video at least it was worth it Uh according to travel pulse bahamas authorities will determine whether the man's act was legal or not and the man might have to face some legal repercussions the man has now been banned for life from carnival cruises according to additional reporting by cruise hive this is like um this makes sense like so it's one of those like laws that you probably don't think about but also imagine if baham if uh the bahamas like their government allows fishing in that area but also imagine if you cast a reel off a cruise ship and it comes back and yeah. it hits someone on their balcony <laughs> Uh, it's like it's like those laws that people don't think about, like um, someone cuts down a tree in their backyard. They don't yeah. realize it's a certain type of cactus that you actually go to jail for. Or like someone accidentally shoots like a protected type of bird. And like, so I, it's like crazy. It's not crazy. It like makes total sense that he would be banned. But it, it's just those things that you should really look into before you do it. Spe- specifically when it comes to agriculture and like an- like hunting. Yes. Yeah. Totally. Uh, yeah. I mean, I totally agree. I totally agree. Um, I just don't touch anything. Mm-hmm. I don't, uh, yeah. It's a very sad, but so yeah, he can't go on carnival cruises, which feels like kind of a, um, not a huge punishment <laughs> to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> There's so many cruise lines and they're like, you can't go on like the worst one, right? Isn't carnival cruise kind of like not, the best. I have no idea. I've only been on a Disney cruise twice when I was in middle school. Oh my god, I want to go on a Disney cruise. It was really fun. I mean, if you were, I mean, I was a preteen, so like, I was gonna say, if you go to the kids club, like that's really where it's <laughs> at. Where it's bopping. I feel like now that I'm sober, there's absolutely no reason for me to be on a cruise. Uh, yeah, 
I mean, I didn't drink that much on the cruise. Like, uh-huh. even when we left, we kind of were like, I don't think we needed to pay for the alcohol yeah. portion. Because it, it's, like, kind of expensive. and if, But there are people who are drinking all day. Yeah. But it's like, I cannot do that. Like, if I, I would have to, like, pick days I drink yeah. at night. And then the next day I wouldn't ha- I wouldn't be able to drink because it's like I will get sick and my lupus will flare up and I like am a tired yeah. like and most of the time like one night I drink and I remember being like oh, I like regretted it so much because everyone was like playing games and I was tired in a way that was like not like oh I'm exhausted I like couldn't keep my eyes open yeah because I was so tired and I had to go to bed early and everyone stayed up playing games and I was like this sucks this isn't like fun like my drink would have tasted better not having alcohol in it and I'm just like tired yeah and so I feel like. Um, you don't like, but it depends on the cruise because it's like in Alaska, you're looking at nature. Oh, yeah. Plus, like, we'd be like, well, tomorrow we're going on a hike at 7 a.m. So yeah. I'm like, I'm not getting drunk tonight. Like, that's insane. Um, but there are some cruises where it kind of feels like that's the only thing you can do. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, I just think if a large majority is staying inside and being on the water, I would just want to drink. I mean, I can have fun and not drink, but it's the cruise it's, environment. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, I mean, there's bars everywhere. Yeah. You would have like a, it's, it's, t- it would definitely be like, why am I putting myself in, in this challenge? Like, what's the point of yeah. this? <laughs> um, so, yeah, I don't know. It is wild. But one thing that reminds me of a cruise too is that I was telling my girlfriend the other day, I was like, my dream since I was a little girl was to go to a sandals resort. Oh, yeah. Which also feels like a similar vibe to a cruise. Yeah. <laughs> a little nicer, I guess. But, like, since I was little, I was like, my dream, my end all be all, what I want yeah. is to go stay at a sandals resort. And the other day, I, like, said to my girlfriend, I was like, can we go, I want to go to a sandals resort one day. And they were like, sandals resort? That's yeah. not really fancy. We take you somewhere, like, actually fancy. And yeah. I was like, what? What's fancier than sandals? Like, I really was one of those moments. It's like when they told me, like, cruises weren't, like, a fancy thing. <laughs> yeah. Like, excuse me? <laughs> to me, a sandals resort was, like, the ultimate, like, Obama goes to a sandals resort. Like, yeah. that's, like, the ultimate thing. And I still, when they were like, I don't know, we should have somewhere else, I was kind of like, I still really want to go. I think it would... um be the greatest thing of my life if I got to go to a sandals resort. Exactly. They said a sandals resort is where couples go who are trying to not get a divorce. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I don't know. I just remember that commercial now. I've had the time <laughs> of my life. You know who didn't have the time of their life? Who? This person who went viral on TikTok. She got kicked off a cruise ship and she was not having it. Oh, my God. And she's here today. I think she is. Oh, my God. I hope she's not giving everyone outside of our studio a hard time. I hope not. In the parking lot. Because we had to kick her out of the, we might have to kick her out of the studio mm-hmm. if she gets too wild. Well, I'm so excited to interview her. Interview her. You have to go catch Check the cab. parking lot. Yeah. <laughs> For your cab. Yeah. And, uh, well, I hope you have fun with her. Thank you so much. All right. All right. We'll be right back. And we are back here at the BCC Club, and we have a guest here. This is Phyllis hey. Gingers. Phyllis Gingers of the, uh, the South Carolina Gingers. It is so nice to meet you. We did an episode today. I don't know if you were able to hear about cruise ships. You recently went on a cruise. I did. I did. I went on a uh, carnival cruise at a uh, Tampa, and I got kicked off when we landed in the Bahamas. Yes, you got kicked off. Yes, I did. Um, okay, weren't you? You were left at a port. I was. My uh, my son Python 
he told me, Mama, uh, you ever want to hippie flip it? And, and basically it means uh, taking shrooms and molly at the same time. And, and I, 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 my son, ever since he went away to jail and he was there for a couple of years, I didn't spend a lot of time with him. So I said, of course, I want to hippie flip it. You know, I was alive in the. I'm sorry, dude. I don't know what that is. I just said it's where you do molly and shrooms at the same time. Okay, all right. And so we did that, and I got stuck in a tree, and I was uh, the the ship pulled off, and I managed to weasel my way out, fall a couple stories, but luckily my skull is purely decorative. There's nothing inside. Uh, uh. Um, so when I when I hit it, nothing nothing shook around, and I uh, ran down to pier. So you're telling us you don't have a brain. I don't have a functional brain. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Um, so did you know that the boat was going to leave at an exact time? Now, by exact time, you mean like a designated official time. Yes. When they said, if you don't get back by this time, we'll leave you. Yes, I did. Um, well, but the thing is, it's um, it didn't make no sense to me because I flew in from Dallas, you know? And so that's a couple hours ahead. So right. they knew that I booked it from Texas. Right. So when they said that it was going to leave at, you know, 2.30, I'm thinking, oh, I got to be there by 4.30. Right. Right. And so yeah. did you even see, because that's really, that's pretty late. So did you even see the boat pull away? I did. And how did that make you feel? Well, when I was stuck in the tree, I saw the boat in the distance pulling off yeah and it, it made me feel real abandoned because um, I don't like to share this with a lot of people but I was uh, abandoned as a child oh my god I'm sorry mm-hmm, us, I'm really sorry yeah um, so I it just reminded me of my mama because she also was a cruise ship director so it was just a slap in the face wow I know she wasn't the director of this cruise was she no she wasn't I don't she she works for uh, Disney okay yeah. and and then did you eventually make it on the cruise ship no I um, I was running down the pier I had no shoes on I, I got a lot of splinters oh no mm-hmm. Yeah, and I actually, I'm not vaccinated, so I did get, uh, uh, you know, some infections. Okay. Um, but, no, I didn't make it back on the ship, and um, everyone was filming me saying stuff like, you ugly broad. Well, that's Put not nice. Put a shirt on. Stop bleeding. Were you not wearing a shirt? No, it got caught in the branches, and I just... <laughs> no bra? Oh, it was, uh, yeah, and they were just flailing in the wind. Wow. <laughs> it just, yeah. Pants? Um, it, it de- depends on who you ask. Um, n- no to most, yes to some. Got it. Mm-hmm. I think I know what that means. Uh-huh. Are you okay? Yeah, my lashes just keep hitting my glasses. Oh, that's hard. Um, they're prescription lashes. lashes they're though. beautiful glasses. Thank oh, prescription you. lashes? Yeah. How does that work? They help me see. The lashes do? Mm-hmm. There you go. My eyelids are so light uh. that the lashes weigh them down. And so if I did not have lashes, my eyes would be open in a very creepy manner. Wow. And, yeah, it's so jarring. Yeah. Yeah. I've never heard of that before. Did Did you lose any belongings during all of this? Oh, my gosh. I lost all my keenies. I lost my shirts, my shorts, keenies. my flip-flops. I even got my, my wedding flip-flops were taken. And so they say when you... When you... 
get all, I'm sorry. I just, I took a Kelowna pen. Uh, okay. Not five minutes ago. <laughs> oh, God. And I kind of downed it with a, a, a fifth of whiskey. All right, let me, where was I? Uh, where am I? Oh, no. Uh, okay, so they said they were going to ship my belongings to me, right? And I, and I got, you know, half of my bikinis back. And it looked, and, and someone done put their, they came back with all these streak marks in the in the bottoms. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, well, first off, my poop is green. Right. So what the hell is this? <laughs> and so um, someone someone stole all my maternity bras. And then they oh, also took all. Pregnant? No. Okay. What? What? <laughs> I just like to be able to whip them out at a moment's notice. <laughs> <laughs> and and they also, no one ever found my medication. That explains a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So how long have you been off that? Uh, well, damn near five days. I don't know how long have I have I been here. Five days, yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Have you? I mean, is there a support group for this kind of thing? Have you been able to talk to anyone else who's been left at a port? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There's like an AA meeting, except it's um, it's like people abandoned by cruise ships. Right. Uh huh. Yeah. We have uh, meetings every Sunday, uh, and I go, and it's just we cry, and we complain about how we never got our money back. And and we all, you know, kind of swap outfits, too, yeah. you know, because, I mean, I got way too many bikini tops now. Yeah. And so, like, someone ran out of bikini tops, and I, I just, I, I was like, you know what, you can have mine. And right. then I got, you know, their panties, because wow, mine yeah. were all <laughs> bestreaked. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God. And, you know, my son, they stole his um, laptop. They stole. Why did they do that? I don't know, but he had, you know, hundreds of pictures on it. He's getting in photography. Oh, I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. Phyllis, that's terrible. He was midway through taking a picture of myself every day for five years. Had to start over. Had to start over. Wow. Yeah. When did he start at what age? Mm, How old is he now? 35, so 32 and a half. And you know, 32 and a half is a big age for a boy. Big one. I don't know if there's going to be much of a difference. 34, 35 to 40. That it was it was so unfortunate because you could see the entirety of his hairline recede in those two years. Oh. And so now it just looks like he's starting off bald. Oh, God, Phyllis. That's the worst part of this whole thing. And so I said, your chest is still full of hair. Yeah. So start, you know, being shirtless when you start right. this. And then you can see it slowly migrate down. Right. You know, it's like the Ice Age what with hair. It's right. slowly, it's going south. Oh, my God. Phyllis. Mm-hmm. He's got oh, a hair. Sorry, I'm yawning, Phyllis. <laughs> I know it's real rude, but I um, no, yeah. I'm sorry, Phyllis. I didn't mean to upset you. No, it's okay. It's okay. I, I had just... a late night last night. What did you do? I just got off a cruise. At the port that you were supposed to get off of. Yeah. Oh my God. What what type of cruise was it? Norwegian. Norwegian. Oh, I heard I heard a lot of good things about them. Yeah, it's yeah, it's a nice cruise. Mm-hmm. It's a nice cruise, Phyllis. If you could say anything yeah. to someone who is about to go on a cruise, what would you say? I would say, don't be fooled by when they say they're going to uh, launch. They're going to leave a lot earlier than you thought. Or on time. And, <laughs> and I will say, screaming louder doesn't make them come back. Yeah. Unlike my ex-husband. At, a, at, a, at one point, he just turned the car around because I was making a real scene. A real ruckus. Are you still together? Yes. I'm happy for you, Phyllis. <laughs> he's, uh, he's still on the cruise ship, though. Um, he, <sighs> he, he got 
he got like on before me. He's actually the one who put me in the tree. Mm-hmm. Wow. So it's maybe he's trying to get rid of you a little bit. No, I don't know. That doesn't sound like him. Yeah. I don't he know. has set a lot of uh, precedences for maritime laws, though. Oh. He yeah. is the reason you can't strangle someone on the fourth floor of a cruise ship now. <gasps> mm-hmm. Who Both do you try hands. to strangle? <laughs> see now that's <laughs> oh i'm not allowed to say no it's it's a sealed court document oh uh, mm-hmm. well i have some speculations <laughs> yeah. Phyllis, i have some speculations i can actually <laughs> I, can, I can stay i can i don't need air <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah because you don't have a brain why would you need air if you don't have a brain cut off the oxygen see what happens i'll still talk <laughs> oh my god thank you so much phyllis for being here and thank you all for watching the BCC Club or listening to the BCC Club. Thank you so much. Thank you. We did ultimately have to kick her out of the studio. I know. She was a mess. That was hell. That was hell on earth. Um, Thank you guys so much for watching the BCC Club. We are here on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, anywhere you get your podcasts every single Wednesday. So make sure to tune in, like, comment, subscribe, rate us five stars, six mm-hmm. if you can. Mm-hmm. And let us know about your crazy cruise experience, uh, experiments. <laughs> <laughs> also tell us about your cruise experiments. Yeah, but uh, like Kendall said, every Wednesday. And thank you guys so much for listening or watching. And comment below, just because I'm interested, if you were attending uh, the poop cruise, if you were an attendant on the poop cruise, because I'd love to hear your story. Yeah. All right. Bye. Bye, guys. Finding a doctor is truly the hardest thing on planet Earth, which is so unfortunate because when you're feeling really sick, the last thing you want to do is talk to an old man who has no idea what you're going through and doesn't understand anything about medical stuff or science and just tells you to drink more water. That is just the worst feeling ever. And that's why I use ZocDoc. If you listen to this podcast, you know I'm obsessed with ZocDoc. It's the place where you can find and book doctors who will make you feel comfortable and actually listen to you. ZocDoc is a free app and website where you can search and compare highly rated in-network doctors near you and instantly book appointments with them online. Go to ZocDoc.com BCC and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top rated doctor today. That's ZocDoc.com BCC. ZocDoc.com BCC.